0: Welcome to Nourishing the Feminine Soul with Pamela Wasabi. Take a deep breath and open up to the possibilities of what your life has to offer. Pamela and her guests will show you how you can take charge of your life by embracing the values of the wild woman. Exhale. Learn to trust yourself again. Embrace your infinite power of intuition. And love yourself crazy. Now, here's your host, Pamela Wasabi.
1: If you ask me if I had the chance to go through that again, would I? And if so, would I change anything? No, I'd say. I wouldn't change a thing, a hair, or a bead. I want to leave the calm before the storm. I want to feel the ocean breeze before I went numb. I want to have my adventurous heart that now knows better because it experienced it all. I wouldn't change a wink, but what if I could have loved myself a little bit more? Wouldn't that change everything? That is a poem from the book, Woman of the Moon. Love is a little bit more. You can purchase this book on Amazon.com. Good morning, guys. My friend is Pamela Wasabi. I am your host, and this is your show, Nourishing the Feminine Soul. This show is an invitation to understand relationships with yourself, with others, with your body and food from the archetype of the wild woman. I hope that from all these different conversations, you can gather insights to unveil the power of your divine feminine. And we're going to talk so much about that power today. I also would like you to understand that the whole purpose to reawaken or revive that feminine e- energy within is simply to be happy, to choose the life that you want to live, to pursue, to pursue your goals uh, and to enjoy life. It's that simple. My show airs every Wednesday morning live on voiceamerica.com health and wellness channel at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And I will also would like to remind you that you can listen to past episodes. You can go to Spotify, iTunes, uh, whatever podcast channel uh, you like best. And you can listen to the show. You can listen to past shows. And I also always suggest to listen again to listen many times to the shows because you can gather uh, insights and new ideas in a different way you can kind of like see the layers to our conversations my dear friends today we have uh, a bit of a different show although we are still going and talking about a quality or attribute of the wild woman today we're talking about how to change perspectives I'm here today with Dasi. Dasi is a Reiki master, a tarot reader, and a dear friend of mine. Uh, We are also going to read the tarot and we're going to throw our oracle cards and we're going to see what they have to tell us. We're going to ask for advice. We want to revisit what happened uh, during this crazy year. I think that's the best way that we can describe this 2020 year. Um, And then also, as the cards uh, for advice on how to look at the gear that is coming up, uh, you know, in a couple of days. So it's a nice contrast, uh, past and future, but also always having the present very vividly in our present moment, of course. So a little bit of a background story between that between Dazi and I. We met a couple of years ago, maybe a decade or so uh she uh used to she was one of my clients when i had a fashion store here in winwood miami i had this punk rock japanese inspired fashion store (laughs) Uh, like nothing to do with what i do today (laughs) but that's where i come from and uh she was one of my clients uh that's how we met and then we kept in touch through social media um I was pregnant back then and as you know or as you guys are familiar with my story my life took a twist when i got pregnant because i had a thyroid issue and so i started seeking answers i found nutrition to be one of those uh, vehicles that guided guided me to go back to myself and to heal and balance my hormones So I started posting recipes, food recipes on my Instagram account and my Facebook account. And suddenly I found myself kind of like uh, embody this new type of holistic living or holistic lifestyle. And then also, you know, I went through that spiritual uh, path uh, that helped me understand a lot about my issues, my emotional traumas and the connection that exists between the physical body, the emotional body, uh, and, and our feelings, right? Like why are we hurting and why is this manifesting on a, you know, like a thyroid issue? So that's how Dasi And I met, uh, I remember she also came to one of my thyroid talks at the sacred space. Right. And yep. that's how you expressed you had a thyroid issue that I had no idea. Um, I had no idea. And so, uh, yeah, and suddenly I see you, uh, now you have a crystal shop and, you know, you read the cards and you're having some sort of like similar similar or parallel life to what I do. But, uh, and, and also you deal with the thyroid from a different perspective that, you know, what allopathic medicine will recommend and suggest. So I think it's interesting to have that discussion on how you and I both have dealt with the thyroid and how many puzzles and labyrinths, <laughs> we <laughs> have kind of like unveiled just going through this mission. Um, yeah. So, I just want to uh, give Dasi a bit of an introduction here. Dasi is a Ricky master, she was certified in 2003 and then again in 2020. And I find this fascinating that she believes we all have the innate ability to heal ourselves by targeting the root causes of our diseases. Not this is diseases. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, she believes that unhealed traumas can manifest in the physical body as an illness. Um, and as with her case, she has turned her trauma into a guiding force to help not only herself, but others overcome their shadow- shadows. So this is why I that we both have a very parallel uh, way of seeing, uh, you know, what happens in the physical body. I went on to study uh, psychology of eating and connecting our food issues and eating disorders to the lack of connection to our divine feminine. And you went ahead and found this magic around the thyroid and you, uh, you know, I, I, I read that you see the thyroid as an energetic um portal or point in the body but uh i just i'm just gonna leave you explain that but uh no no but thank you for being here and welcome to the show well
2: thank you so much for having me um this is so wild for me so let me tell you about the first time that we met um i remember walking into your shop and seeing you and just everything. Like, I was like, Oh, my God, she is like this goddess in front of me, like super punk rock badass with tattoos. But then you were so like nurturing and nice. And you offered I remembered you offered wine and cheese, you know, it was during like an Art Basel event. And I was like, Oh, my God, like, I kind of felt like a little girl. And I was like, I want to be like her when I grow up. I want to be like that wild, free woman, but with a soft touch, you know? And I've just always been a fan. So I don't know. The fact that I'm here on your show is so wild to me. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much. It's, it's interesting how life has, um, like how we were joined at that point. And then I remember um, when you did your um, the talk it was about your book. And then, you know, you started talking about the thyroid and I was like, what? Like it happened also at the time that I think that around the time I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's. Um, and it was just like mind blowing to me. Like, how can I begin this? Um, I just, I just realized this Hashimoto's thing, it actually turned into like a second awakening for me. um, So a little bit, let me go backwards, (laughs) Um, a little bit about myself. Um, Like you explained, I did my first Reiki mastership, and I say that in air quotes. Um, I have a hard time calling myself a Reiki master. I don't know, that word is just so weird to me. Um, With spirit, I feel like we never really master anything. Um, I consider myself a student of spirit, and that's like a forever Uh, path. Um, So back then, I think I was like 23 or so. And I was trying to deal with a trauma. Many traumas. Um, And I was just very confused about life about the whys. Why did this happen to me? Um, And then everything just started to open up. that point like this portal um reiki came to me tarot came to me buddhism and i was like okay this is helping me make sense of of oh and the chakra system that was like that was a major thing for me i was like okay let me try to kind of make my life make sense um At that point, I didn't know I had a thyroid issue. But when I learned about the chakra system, instantly, I knew that I had a throat chakra issue. I knew that I had a blockage there. And I knew that I had had it all my life um, because I repressed my voice. Mm -hmm. I I didn't speak out about my traumas. I held on to them for, God, I want to say like over 10 years. And I remember the first time I spoke it, it was like, uh, like, like this thing just came out of here. And I'm like, oh my God, like, what the fuck? Like, what, <laughs> what is this? You know? And um, so that started that path. I would say maybe um, 10 years later. So I would started to get like symptoms. I don't remember when. And I would tell these doctors, listen. I'm always cold. Like, it's weird. I'm always cold. My periods are really heavy. Um, At this point, I think it was just, like, only male physicians that I had seen. And um, not shitting on male physicians, but they just, like, disregarded anything I said, right? Um, So then I go to this new physician, this lady, and um, I tell her what I'm going through. She literally comes up to me, touches my throat, and is like, Oh, you have a thyroid problem. I'm like, what? What do you, like? What do you mean? Like, how come nobody else has been able to like diagnose me or like tell me anything, make my life make sense? Um, <laughs> and she's like, whatever. Go. You know, she sent me off to get like um, my blood drawn and all this stuff. And long story short, my results come back, and I have Hashimoto's, which is um, an autoimmune disease where my body thinks my thyroid is a foreign object, and I have um, hyper- th- hypothyroidism because of that. Um, when I got the news, honestly, I didn't um, I didn't feel bad or sad or anything like that. I didn't feel like, oh, my God, my life is over. My life is doomed. It kind of made everything make sense. Like, it was like, oh, okay, this is why I feel like this. This is why I feel like that. And then... Um, I started a new path. Like it, like I said, it was kind of like a second awakening for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, it just made me understand the energetic body more. It made me understand ourself as this holistic being that's comprised of not just the physical, but an energetic layer and how, when we, um, have illnesses or diseases like like a thyroid condition you can more more than likely map it to an emotional um event a trauma something like that not to say that there's you know there's not people uh there isn't people that um don't have a traumatic event and you know they get sick but i'm just like a lot of the times and As a a Reiki um, practitioner, I see this, where people um, come to me and they tell me, oh, this is what's going on. And then as we get deeper into the conversation, there's like, ah, but there's a root cause to this symptom you're having. So it helped me um, kind of change my perspective on life and see life from this energetic lens. So it's, it's just opened that world up for me. So, and I, and I apply that, that logic to everything, not just, you know, when I'm getting sick, everything is energy now. And I, I think energy, I breathe energy. Um, It's like, okay, it makes sense. Now the, the tarot cards are energy. And um, it's, it's for me, at least it's been a blessing in disguise. Definitely.
1: It's so interesting. Uh, You see, from this perspective of energy, and I think that in my in my words, I will put it more uh, in uh, in attributes, in choices that we make, Mm -hmm. and in ways that we see things. Right. Um, For example, for me, when I feel that I am getting sick, um, the reflection outside of my life will be my life is out of balance. So once my life or once I'm not having that balance of work, play, rest, family, friends, um, I start getting sick, right? So it's like a little bell. Um, I call my thyroid and I see my thyroid as a little bell. And every time that my life is starting to fall apart, my thyroid like comes in, right? My thyroid kind of like tells me, hey, so, you know, I I see illness as a, as more of like a wake up call, I see it on the more. Uh, I mean, I call it a wild woman for a reason, right? Because for me, it's an invitation to revisit what we're doing. For me, it's a it's a sign that something has to be changed. That something has to be uh, uh, something needs attention, and we have to go there, right? So I am um, more of like a person that. It's very reflected, uh, reflective, analytic, analytical, so I like to sit down and think what's going on, uh, observe myself, maybe write or journal, and then be able to address whatever is going on, right? So it's interesting because between you and I, we can actually <laughs> <you know, laughs> cover a big aspect of, of what can go on in somebody's life and to be honest it's not only you and i but i think that if people were a bit more open than to just um address the physical issue in the body anyone can do this type of work anyone can really have a aha uh-huh moment in any second any night any you know any uh, part of of your life when you feel lost and i mean obviously you know it might sound that i'm saying it in a very vaguely way but uh, you know, seeing life from an energy perspective, or or seeing life as a million possibilities, and it's an infinite, uh, you know, kind of like a, a book of stories. You know, like choices are endless. Like knowing that you are an empowered person that can choose and really change your perspective, uh, it's it's great. It's it's magical, and that is uh, achievable by anyone, right?
2: Oh yeah, definitely, you said- definitely, you can. Um, I I tell people all the time, like, it's, it's up to you, how you want to live your life. um, And that's dictated by the choices you make, the perspective, you, you choose to see things. Um, You know, when I first got this diagnosis, I was like, okay, of course, I did what everybody is not supposed to do, and I go on Google, and I look at all the symptoms, and I'm like, oh, fuck, man, I'm gonna be like tired all the time. I'm gonna be in bed, things are gonna hurt, you know, <laughs> like, that you know, means- like, at yeah. the end, the last bullet point is like, you're gonna die. So I'm like, no. <laughs> um,
1: that's I think it's very important for people to understand what a thyroid issue looks like. So why don't we go over the symptoms that we felt or that we experienced? Uh, yeah. And have like a Contrast the story regarding that. (laughs) If you want to share a little bit about what you felt and what Um, your thyroid condition was like.
2: So for me, um, what my body was telling me, because your body tells you, if you listen, um, I had an uh, intolerance to cold. So where everybody else would be like, you know, it's tropical weather. I'm like, my hands are freezing. Like, this is not normal. Um, My period was is this is something that i'm still dealing with extremely heavy like heavy 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 um to the point that some days it's like i i kind of can't do things because it's that heavy um and i also oh my god i was so irritable so so irritable like everything would bother me um so, you know, I had like no patience, I would lash out, I just was kind of in this little cold, miserable bubble, you know, and oh, I'm so like, I'm happy that I was able to like move past that. Um, you know, there are things that, like, for example, if I work out with someone who works out the same we have different bodies. So like somebody who works out with me will like get muscle like this or like lose weight like this. And I have to work like twice as hard. Um, But, you know, I don't, I don't dwell on all that stuff anymore. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be in bed. Like, you know, WebMD is telling me, I'm not going to have all this pain. I'm going to live my life the way I want to live it. So let forget about what, what the physical symptoms, let's go deep. Let's start healing that trauma because that, to me, in, in, in my opinion, is what caused that. Yeah. The right. reason
1: why I wanted to ask you and to bring up uh, these uh, symptoms of the thyroid issue is because a lot of women <laughs> share yep. these symptoms and they do not realize that these symptoms are actually calling them. They're actually telling them something, Right. For example, my symptoms, uh, I had uh, three conditions of the thyroid. I was hyperthyroid, then I was hypothyroid, and then I had Hashimoto's. So yeah. when I was hyperthyroid, uh, I was hysterical. I will cry desperately out of nowhere. I will get extremely angry, upset. But when I say hysterical, I'm not kidding. Like I would just have the need of, of, of hitting, of crying, of screaming out loud, like shit crazy. <laughs>
2: Oh, you oh, know, I have this name that. And I remember that happening to me too. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, my point to this is that sometimes people
1: think that that's the way you are. Oh, you're this crazy person. Oh, uh, you know, uh, you cannot talk to her because she's going to cry. Or, oh, she has a, a very uh, nasty way of reacting. Or, Oh, you know, I mean, I I had both uh, physical changes. I was very skinny, like a hundred pounds, and then I gained like thirty to forty pounds. So I had both shifts uh, in my body throughout. And uh, but my my point is that you know we uh, in that in that moment when I was having all these hyperthyroid issues, uh, my life was falling apart. Like I was in the most. <laughs> violent, aggressive, uh, submissive uh, relationship that I could ever been. Um, and I don't mean to blame my partner. That was, it's, it's, it was a lack of, of responsibility of my part. And as to your point at the beginning of our conversation, I had lost my voice completely in that relationship completely, to the point that I did not have a favorite food, a favorite color, I didn't have friends, I didn't have uh, a love for life, I didn't have a lust for life, to put it in the best, you know, in a better way, how I live my life today. I was just this invisible person. uh, And I was 100 pounds, completely invisible, like I wanted to disappear, just to the point that you just mentioned before, like, I just didn't want to be here. And, but, As you can see, all of that was going on inside of me on an emotional level and under the physical level, I was reflecting everything that my heart was crying, like was crying out loud, like I needed help, I needed to nourish myself, I I needed somebody to hug me, I needed, I needed myself to help myself and get myself out of, of that situation that I put myself in, but Because I didn't have the maturity or the emotional intelligence to understand that what was going on was a choice that I made, my body kept screaming in this way of hyperthyroid and then hypothyroid and then Hashimoto's to get me out of there, right? Uh, So what I really want to say is that a lot of women and actually 75% of women in America suffer a thyroid issue and they don't know it. It's because we confuse these uh, emotional symptoms that we suffer on every day with actually symptoms that we are suffering, you know, on a physical level. Like many people can have a thyroid issue, but they do not realize, to your point, is that inside we are dying and we need help and the thyroid is not here to... To make our life miserable is not here to make our life more challenging and more difficult, as you may think when you're experiencing thyroid issues. The thyroid is here to tell you, reclaim your voice, speak Speak out loud what's going on you know, really, that's, that's what your thyroid wants. And that's why I call so much that emotional side of us, the wild woman, because that wild woman within myself, that spirit that lives within me, that untamed soul that resides inside of me wanted to say, Pamela, like, you have to fucking change your life right now. Like, this cannot continue going on, you have to make choices, because there are choices to make. But we think we 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 believe these stories that we make up. We believe the reality that we see. And we just think that we have nothing else to do. Why me? This is my life. I'm a victim. I have a thyroid issue. And then I am, you know, predestined to live with all these symptoms that we look up in the internet. And then we have to take all these pills and go to all these doctors. And obviously, because doctors don't have the sensitivity to understand what's going on on the emotional level within us. We just like, you know, they tell us you have to radiate the thyroid out. And then that's the end for you and take pills for the rest of your life. And that's life. And, you know, call it a day and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. But but it, there's there's so much, you know, there's there's so much uh, that goes on when somebody gets sick. And I think, uh, you know, one of the things that I wanted to ask you is what is where were what were those blessings in disguise that you find out uh, having a thyroid issue? And I think that the change of perspective here mm-hmm. is, is really to see it that way, you know, like. Nothing like, and I say this in my book, the Wild woman book is that there is, there is no right or wrong. There is no good or bad story. There's not a good or bad happening. They just like life just happens. And it's up to you and your perspective to make of
2: that something great or something yeah. that is not great. Right? <clears throat> Definitely. Um, so for me, I think the biggest blessing on a personal level um, is learning that my voice counts. That way, that my voice matters, um, and what the way I have chosen to not only process the the Hashimoto's, um, but the trauma that I've um, gone through, and and I've gone through similar traumas that you have um, as well, um, is empowering women um, specifically to make the changes in their lives and live happy like ah, life is not about how much money you make or what car you're driving at the end of the day it's how happy did you live your life like that is priceless and that doesn't take that doesn't take a degree it doesn't take um learning Reiki or reading tarot cards it is it takes going within us Sometimes, or I don't even want to say it. Sometimes, most of the times, facing those things that we have repressed. Um, sorry, my dogs are barking in the background. I don't know if you can hear that. No. Okay. Um. It, yeah. It just it it takes um going within and just dealing with those things that we have kind of chosen to file away till later. Um. And it's, 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 I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's a painful process. But the you on the other side of that is, oh, it's the wild woman. It's the happy, it's the happy person. It is, it is the you that you know you are. Um, so the fact that I'm even here talking to you like this. This is, like, major chakra, like, throat chakra breakthroughs for me. Um, You know, when you invited me into the show or onto the show, I even was, like, oh, my God, like, it already started happening again. You know, like, I started to tell myself, like, what are you going to even talk about? Like, you know, can you talk, you know? Sometimes I get, like, stuck and stuff, and I just started to, like, make up all this shit, and I'm, like, then I thought about it, and I'm, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like this is this is Pamela. Like you love Pamela. You have to go. <laughs> so, I oh, sorry. So yeah. Um it's it's I've chosen to turn it around and hopefully I even if it's just one person that I that I help, um I'm grateful for that. Yes. Yeah. Um
1: definitely. I thank God uh you know, I, I see I see the thyroid on a very collective level. You know, when I see these statistics, obviously, like I went deep in to read so much about the thyroid. And I also read about, you know, medicine, you know, the functional medicine way to treat the thyroid. Um, Isabella, what's her name? She has like a very... Uh, What's
2: her name? I have the book around
1: here. Yeah, she the, wrote the, the Hashimoto's case. Protocol book. Yes, the root cause of Hashimoto's disease. Isabella Wentz, Wentz. it's her name. Wentz. Yes, and uh, you know, I start reading all her statistics and all the methods and all this way, and and how much you know women have suffered through this and all the sim- and not only the symptoms but how it uh, I wouldn't say attack but how it manifests itself on the physical body. So you know, like you said, it actually. Uh, it has to do with our sexual system, with our temperature, with our mood swings, with our digestive system. So it can really pop up like a major aspect of our lives. But you know, seeing it from when the collect, you know, seeing it um, from a wider perspective, or trying to understand how is this having an effect collectively among women. What I what I see is that. The thyroid is actually like this little blessing in disguise that is waking up women on the collective level to speak up their voice, right? I think there is a necessity, and then I go a step deeper and I say, is the divine feminine that needs to manifest itself because this nourishing energy is the one that saves. Like being kind to yourself is the is is the is the, is the uh, element of transformation. That kindness, gratitude, love, uh, unconditional love—you know—all these um. Uh, attributes or all these emotions that you need to embrace in order to heal can really change a lot. You know what I mean? And uh, I see a lot of women. uh, uh, Yeah, I see it a lot in a lot of women. They they are actually either denying their feminine side or they are completely turning their back to it. So, you know, it's very important. We're talking about speaking up and empowering women. You know, we don't want to empower women to overthrow men. Like that's not the point whatsoever. We don't want to tell women to be strong and and uh, and being be independent and live alone. And no, that's not the point. Like the point is to to go within and revive who you are, how you truly are. So. If you want to go and live underneath a mountain, then go be it, but be happy and seek your purpose. You know, if you want to, uh, I don't know, open a little shop or if you want to bake, if you want to sell clothes, if you want to, whatever it is that you want to do, like there is no uh, mold before you, you make your own mold. So stop trying to leave somebody else's footprints, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, when you were, when you're talking about the thyroid and I'm, I'm like watching you and I'm like, um, you know, studying your energy, you know, it came to me, our thyroid is that rebel, <laughs> that rebel we were talking about. It is, it is our voice in this lifetime um, that is here to be heard. We come from generations before us who were silenced, whose voices did not count and i i personally feel um that we were here to break that silence we mm-hmm. are the we are the rebels we are the change makers we're here to turn that around and and speak out
1: yeah and if you see you know if you look at men and women what you see is that what's been oppressed throughout all this time is that feminine energy you know and uh, feminine energy is not to be feminine. It's not to be a woman. It's not to have like this uh, standardized version of what a woman should look like. Feminine energy is being truthful to who you are. Is your is your true untamed self? That is the divine feminine. That is the wild woman, right? And and. And that is a spirit, you know, that's what you and I are students of. We are students of this spirit, of this wild spirit that lives among us in absolutely everything. That spirit creates life. That spirit is creation itself, right? That spirit is this energy, is, is, is love itself. And that has been oppressed because we've been taught or we've been conditioned or, you know what? Bullshit. We are simply just so afraid of like follow that little voice inside or follow what makes us happy or or go against the rules and be those rebels that you're speaking about yeah funny enough two episodes ago uh uh, we were talking about uh with uh eleni we were talking about outlaws and uh you know how uh, her episode was about mother wisdom and how to raise kids and about parenthood and childhood and so, our conclusion was we need change makers. Mm-hmm. We need these odd laws that live outside, you know, standard society rules and they live within the laws of the universe, right? The and those energy. laws of the universe is being, is yeah. being uh, faithful to that spirit, to that magic, to that energy, to that love, to that creative power. Um, so, and all started because you and I are talking about the thyroid and look how far it can take us. But that's how it is. And I think. I just get very passionate about this, but I think that the thyroid's a feminine organ. I believe we have masculine and feminine organs throughout our bodies and the feminine the, the thyroid attacks. Uh, more women than men, men also suffer from thyroid issues, but I will, uh, you know, on an emotional level or how I see things, how I analyze it, I will say that in, in, in men, it appears more when they're lacking masculine energy. Uh, but, in our in a women's body it appears because we're lacking feminine energy and that feminine energy just to summarize my point is to be nourishing to yourself is to being kind to yourself is to love yourself unconditionally is to accept yourself just as you are and is to love yourself radically and in actuality that's what helped me to be honest that's exactly
2: what helped me that's beautiful i love that like live radically And just embody the magic that you are. Oh my God, I love it. And it's like, it is, it's crazy. Like we're talking about a thyroid here, you know? And it goes back to what we're talking about. When you see things in a different perspective, it just changes your view on things. Um, A lot of times when people um, ask me about like crystals or tarot cards, like how do you connect? I tell people, change your perspective look at it through a child's eyes, right? They don't have these rules or like, they just play, flow, see it like that. Um, so I, I, I love this conversation and hi. <laughs> um, My daughter is here, she wants to make an appearance again. It's okay, we we're talking about childlike energy and she walks in, so it's appropriate
1: yeah that's it why don't we go into a little break and we can continue our conversation after a few after we after we finish jobs <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in a little bit okay
2: we'll be
0: right back <laughs> bye become our friend on Facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice America nourishment and baked goods in the same sentence it's possible you'll want to visit pamela Pamela Wasabi Bakery specializes in creating delicious desserts made with organic, wholesome, and exotic ingredients. Enjoy cookies, brownies, birthday cakes, and even silky cheesecakes. And the best part? Everything is vegan and gluten-free. Shop at PamelaWasabi.com. Bite into our heavenly lavender cookie with roasted pistachio. Sink your fork into a slice of passion fruit cheesecake. Or a piece of our decadent vanilla almond cake with rose frosting. Oh, and you must try our customer favorite, a celestial chocolate chip cookie with charcoal salt. Everything we have is delicious. We ship nationwide. And right now, you can use the code vegan to receive free shipping. Place your order today at PamelaWasabi.com. And remember to use the code vegan for free shipping. Pamela Wasabi Bakery. Eat more beauty. You are listening to Nourishing the Feminine Soul. To get in touch with the show today, call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to radio at PamelaWasabi.com. Now, back to Nourishing the Feminine Soul. Here's Pamela Wasabi.
1: All right, my friends, I am here with Dasi from Ricky Rose's uh, Crystal Shop. She is a Ricky master, a tarot reader, and an amazing person. And I'm so happy to have her in the show. Uh, we're discussing the thyroid, and it's just a portal of opportunities. It's a voice that needs to speak out. And I think that's why we're just having so much fun uh, conversing with each other about after pa- our past experiences. Um, so, Dasi, this is so... Interesting how we, you know, kind of like landed on the same conclusion, you know, eh, you and I just going and researching how to help ourselves, right? Um, yeah. I want to kind of like close the thyroid conversation a little bit. Um, and I want to ask you eh, what would you say to someone that is going through some sort of like thyroid conflict or is having or experiencing some thyroid issues right now? What would be your best words to that person?
2: I would say, um, do not feed into any fear. Do not let any um, website dictate what you're going to feel. Um, you can manage. You can manage disease. You can manage anything else that you're going through. Um, pretty much the way that you want to deal with it. Um, And always remember that, like your current reality, like your current today, is not going to dictate what tomorrow looks like. So today you have a thyroid issue. There, there are people. um, I think Pamela, you've done this before. That have actually reversed the symptoms and have balanced their thyroid. And a lot of doctors aren't going to tell you that. So do some research. Follow your gut instinct. If you're someone, um, for example, like how I was in my 20s, that I kept saying something's wrong, something's wrong, something's wrong. Trust that. Trust and just keep looking for someone who's going to listen to you. And um, you know, this it doesn't have to make your life terrible or suck or anything. You just, you know, see see why and and go deep within yourself and. Try to heal beyond the physical. And um, I promise it just, life gets magical when you go deep and heal. (laughs) It totally does. And uh, that's the one
1: thing that I want to highlight is the the fear aspect. Um, If you look into Chinese medicine, you will see that the thyroid is paired up with uh, feelings of fear. And then I, we can also go a little bit more technical into these fear, kind of like wakes up that uh, stress response that we have within and that uh, throws our hormones out of balance. So every time that we're experiencing uh, high levels of fear or stress, it's really the worst that you can do to your thyroid. It's it's uh, putting it against uh, you know a wall of knives and completely be paralyzed or paranoid about what's going on fear can really put you down when you're dealing with a thyroid issue because you're an emotional person that depends on your hormone regulation and the hormones. uh, They um, answer to your emotions and to your thoughts and to your feelings and your activities and your actions. So if you are someone that is in constant state of fear, your hormones are just going to really just just give up because that's the worst that you can do to yourself is living in a state of fear and not only i mean we can just uh, really generalize that that um subject you know fear paranoia anxiety can really wreak havoc on anyone's uh,
2: health right yeah especially um stress oh my goodness stress can just like just make all systems crash um, so I would also recommend finding something to help you manage your stress. Um, meditation, um, Reiki, tarot cards, whatever it is that you feel connected to, something that when you um, go to that place, you know, like we were talking about, that you turn into this person that you're like, ah, that you can find a tool to help you. Um, for me, it was Reiki, it was tarot, it was my books, um, and I'm so grateful for them because it's it's not only it's not only helped me um, process this thyroid issue that I have, but anything else in life that gets thrown at me. I have yeah. I have my 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 things that bring me joy, so. I would, I would, that's like kind of like my number one thing, find something that brings you joy and go there. Yeah.
1: I mean, in other words, what you're saying is that we are in charge of our health and happiness, right? Yeah. Yeah. In my book, uh, which I also share a bit of my thyroid experience, uh, that chapter is actually titled uh, Radical Responsibility or Radical Self-Responsibility. And it's when we realize that it's up to us to change things, to change perspective, which is the, 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 today's theme, today's title of this episode, is changing perspectives and to realize that there are so many possibilities, so many, so many out, out there, and that not what works for one person is gonna work for another one. You know, like you and I have as an example, you went one way, I went with the other, but both are valid and both makes us completely, entirely happy and today we can discuss it and talk about it. And we
2: can talk about it. I was gonna ask you, cause you you mentioned change, um, like changing perspective at the beginning of the show you picked a poem from your book and I wanted to know why you picked that one because when you started to read it, I got so emotional um, because it is a question that people um, always ask me like people that are very close that know my story in detail. And they always ask me like, would you change something? And no, I don't want to change anything. Um, not even the, the 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 traumas, because they have made me who I am today, and I think that um, I'm able to maybe help others who are going through similar things that I have. so thank you for picking that poem. It was yes, but well, I'm going to tell you how I
1: picked it, and this will take us to our second part of our conversation. Uh, I I usually really handpick the poems to match the themes, uh, the theme of every of every episode, and then today I'm not gonna lie, I just opened the book, <laughs> and that was the poem. And I'm like, look at that. It's like picking a card from the Oracle deck. It's exactly the same thing. And then I read the poem. I'm like, this is this is exactly what we're gonna talk about today. It's about embracing our past and changing perspectives. So suddenly the past is not traumatic, but the past, the past becomes a teaching, a lesson, becomes a story that we have, you know, that we can tell from a from a, a tragic perspective, or we can tell it from a, a comedy perspective, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my therapist tells me that life is a tragic comedy. <laughs> it <laughs> is whatever you want it to, to to be and you choose how to tell your story. Yeah. So that's how that, that poem came about. But I think uh, the underlining aspect of that poem or, or what the poem wants to say is that yes, there's nothing to change but what we can change every single day is loving ourselves a little bit more is that radical acceptance uh for who we are Mm -hmm. and i think that when that happens something changes inside like we actually change the the chemistry of our bodies we change our hormones we we change how we react to fear we change how we react to stress and suddenly we are these these warriors built for for anything (laughs) so uh, my, my next question to you, and this is how we can start with our second um, aspect of the of the show, is how did you, uh, I mean, you have mentioned a little bit, but I just really want to know how did you uh, start picking cards? Like what got you to
2: read cards and, and what's your relationship with the cards? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the cards, I've always, since I was a little girl, I remember being attracted to cards. Um, I had some friends that would, play this card game um not with the traditional rider weight they would use um like a baraja española these other cards and they would play a game and i'm like no there's something more to those cards those cards are magical and um then in my 20s i bought my first deck um and then i think when i had this like second reawakening i just had this like this crazy connection with them. And I started to to pull cards for myself. I went against the rule that you can read for yourself and all that bullshit that people talk about. And that's so much bullshit. This is how, for me, how you are able to connect to the cards is by pulling for yourself. You just have to be very honest when you pull a card for yourself. And my relationship with my cards is like, oh my God, these are my portable best friends that I take everywhere. And I don't give a shit anymore. I've pulled them out in the middle of the mall. Like, I feel overwhelmed. Like, what's up with this energy? What is this? I pull my deck out. I shuffle. I pick out a card. And I just, I love them. I love them. I'm a deck collector as well. So I have, like, well over, like, 100 decks. Oh um, <laughs> they're, they're, like, um to me, they're, like, 78 Um, pieces of art in a, in a little deck. So I love them all. I don't, obviously I don't use a hundred of them. I really stick to like maybe three that I, that I um, use. And, um, and then recently um, I started using Oracle cards. I know you use Oracle cards as well. And it adds like this really cool layer to a reading. And it also like, for me kind of like helps me be more in flow. I don't know what it does. Like I pull and I'm like, okay, I can be very, very intuitive with an oracle deck, you know. It's there's no system. There's you know, so it just it just flows better, um, and yeah. This I was thinking about this. It's like this whole thyroid thing just kind of like made like made me this like witchy woman that. It's <laughs> not so funny. What's about to to go there? <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, I want to talk about the Bruhats. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, you know, Dacia and I, it's like when we finish our conversation through chat or whatever, we we finish with a little you uh, <laughs> little hat emoji, a little like, witch, <laughs> little, uh, you know, emoji. Uh, so what what do you have to say about that? And what do you think, uh, you know, society, how does society see Oracle cards and tarot reading and, you know, having cards in our purse and... Like what are your thoughts regarding how things have shifted and the, now they, they you know what new age
2: which Yeah, so I think from what I what I see is like it's it's um it's now being more accepted and I see a lot more people, not only women, because men too um get curious with the tarot. Um even with the word bruja with the word witch like we are reclaiming this word now it's so awesome that like we can call ourselves a bruja and it's not like they think of you as this like wicked woman in the forest that eats children now it's like oh my god she's a bruja she she pulls tarot cards she likes crystals like you know it's like a different view of the word and I'm totally like down for this lifetime that we're in right now. <laughs> it is it is a beautiful time to be a bruja. and well, yeah, yes. <laughs> my emoji my emoji, my uh, iPhone emoji is always a little brujita. like she always has the hat. I don't change it. That's not my Halloween. like she's always like that. She has fangs and my piercings. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, So I just wanted to add that bruja, the word bruja in Spanish comes from brujula, which means compass. And the compass is always telling you a word north is, so it's guiding you. And then in English, the word witch comes from wise woman, always, you know, also, uh, you know, uh, teaching you, guiding you. So that word, uh, its true meaning comes from that, from connecting with deep wisdom, from being a guiding force. And I think uh, nowadays, that's what we're waking up. And I think that is the power that you're emanating, uh, you know, with your work and your cards and your shop and your goals and your purpose.
2: So and also that I I want people to know that a bruja doesn't look a certain way. Um, You don't need to read tarot to be a bruja. You don't need to be psychic. This is it's more of an embodiment of your magic and um so it's not restricted to only the psychics of the world y- you step into your 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 bruhaness when you are this magical self you know that oh you're and you're one of one so don't ever feel like i'm not like as powerful as that person or you know because a lot of times like when when we step into this especially like with like tarot and stuff we get intimidated um no man like you are this magical fucking being, one of one. Step into it because the world needs you.
1: Yeah, the way that I see it is, uh, it's uh, we have that portal open to understand the, understand the, to understand the magic from nature, or to understand nature's wisdom, to speak that language, to feel it, to hear it, to see it, and to use it, to embrace it you know, it's still being student of and still being a tool for its purpose, for nature's yeah. purpose, persp- uh, purpose. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and that nature's purpose, purpose. Oh, damn it. Uh, <laughs> when I say nature, I also speak about that creative energy, about love, about uh, you know, what we we're talking about before, it's spirit. Um, Dasi, um, we we talk the show. <laughs> Over, <laughs> But I do want to do the tarot before we go. So can you give us, can your cards give us a little overview of what 2020 was for all of us on a collective level?
2: Yeah. So let's see. Um, should I pull Oracle or tarot? Take your pick. Uh, okay. So I am going to use um, the Sacred Symbols Oracle deck. This is by Marcella Kroll. I love it. I've been using it. Um, So let's see, Spirit, can you give us some insight here, what has been a major lesson in 2020 for a lot of us, or for those who are connected to this transmission? Mm. So we pulled nature spirits. and oh my we god we didn't plan this out we didn't plan this <laughs> I, oh my god i wow like we're talking about like the wild woman and it's like i i wish you guys can see this image but it is a woman inside of a of a tree oh, she sorry. is the tree she is the tree um so i would say without reading the description which i will read the description um it is, it is about going in. A big lesson, and I can totally relate to this, oh my God. It, it has been about going in and really connecting to that to that wild aspect of ourselves. The one who doesn't give a fuck about what anybody thinks. And we've been forced to sit with this aspect of ourselves. We can't ignore her anymore. She's like, nope, I'm here. I've been here this whole 2020 and it's time that you bring her out. And oh, my God, I can't wait to see what like how we how we move with this nature spirit into 2021. That was fun. That, that,
1: yeah, that, that was everything uh, that coincides so much with my purpose of nourishing this feminine soul. It coincides with you and I work about uh, inviting women to speak their voice, that it's about mother nature, it's about respecting nature, it's honoring this life that we have, uh, taking care of it, being respectful to it. It's about going to that nature that is outside and finding that nature within. Yeah. All right, Dasi. and what about uh, some
2: advice for 2021? Okay, so let's pull another card for 2021. And by the way, let me see, 9, 10, 11, 12. So I I also, like, love numbers and, um, you know, like, the whole numerology thing. This card adds up to 12, which reduces to 3. And 3 is the Empress, which is... Hello, (laughs) Divine Feminine, like... The wild woman among all of us. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, let's see. Spirit, can you give us advice on how to live joyously in 2021? How to embrace this wild woman, this wild aspect of ourselves? Okay, what card pulled out? Oh, my God. This card fell. Earth. (laughs) (laughs) um wow these cards you know i read the the description that came with this card and it talks about going out into into um the wild connecting with earth um connecting with those earth spirits and grounding ourselves so it's very important in 2021 that we really ground ourselves um the second card that dasi pulled is the earth card Yes, I'm sorry. I was just like so excited. So yes, I pulled the earth card. This is card number 11. Um, And it ties with um, the first card I pulled. So in 2021, it is very important that we ground ourselves. Um, A lot of times we can get very um, petty and connected very much with our crown chakras, and we become unstable. That is No bueno right now. We have to really ground ourselves. Um, A really great, excellent grounding technique. It's really simple. If you have some grass, dirt outside, walk outside, um, barefoot, and everything with intention. Okay? Because if you don't have grass and you just go outside and you have concrete, same. Um, And just really go out there with an intention to, to connect to nature and ask the earth to please, if you're feeling like very overwhelmed um, please take this energy and transmute it into something lighter. Um, sit on the earth, talk to plants, have plants inside your house, um, work with crystals. Crystals are also an earth element. Um, but yes, grounding, grounding, grounding is like what I see very important.
1: That's it. uh that was incredible. I'm <laughs> um, short in words for a change. And I think it was a perfect ending to this show, to this year, to our conversation. And it's also a great invitation for everyone to really embrace this divine feminine, this mother energy that is within this uh, wild woman and go back to the basics, go back to the earth, go back to nature, ground ourselves to be able to make choices the right way and from a place of groundingness, from a place of... of of love and, uh, you know, and also have great discernment uh, for what's to come. Um, Just want to say thank you and happy 2021. And then uh, I am just so excited for what's to come um and yes uh, to my listeners uh i just keep repeating the same statement every time love yourself crazy is the best magical tool there is to our disposal with this you can be that witch you can be that wizard you can be that magical person that can transform this life and the ones to come and the ones behind you so love yourself crazy that's it thank you so much Say bye, say bye. Bye. One thing first. You wouldn't be in this radio without me. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's part of this radio from its conception. Because if I wasn't born, you wouldn't
2: be here right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) All right, my friends. Goodbye and happy twenty twenty-one.
2: Happy twenty twenty-one.
0: Thank you for tuning into Nourishing the Feminine Soul. Be sure to join Pamela Wasabi for another edition of the program next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until our next show, have a beautiful week.